For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Change, change, change. Mike, Mike, Mike. Hey, man. Hey, dude. How's it going? Oh, uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Just uh, enjoying, uh, you know, a cold Canadian afternoon, watching a little bit of Olympic hockey. Um, you know, nice. life, is, life is good. Life is good. I feel that. I feel that. How about you? Oh, just working the week away. It's been a bit of a crazy one. Yeah. Seems like you've been busy. Um. I got to tell the people. So right now, as you record this, it is Mm -hmm. Thursday. We were going to start this conversation at three o'clock. We planned for it. We're a little bit late. It is, it happens to be 3.03. Now, when I say 3.03 to you, Mike, Mm -hmm. what's the first thing that comes to mind? Oh, obviously 3.03, the band. From Boulder, Colorado, right? Exactly. Um, Now, the weird coincidence, we happen to be talking at 3.03, did you know that the next main episode of Lead Singer Syndrome happens to be episode 303? I was slightly aware. 303rd episode of the podcast. That's a lot of episodes. And who do you think I got for episode 303? Oh, you had to get the boys. Oh, yes. Blink-182. They're, uh, no, 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 <laughs> Finally. No, no. I, <laughs> it's got to be a band with a number in it. No, 
Yes. It's exciting news for episode 303. We're going to have Nat from 303. And I just did this podcast the other day. It was awesome. He's the best. So I'm really excited to to announce this. Yeah. Yeah. So this is coming right away. So this, if you're listening to this, you're probably listening to it on a Friday because that's when all the new releases are coming out. And on Wednesday, we'll have a new episode 303 with 303. I am stoked. Hell yeah. I'm stoked to hear it. Hell yeah, man. So I know you've been tied up with work. Yeah. Has there been any news this week? There has been. And I don't know if you've had a chance to watch this. It's kind of insane. Uh, But on the Brit Awards, uh, just the other night, there was a collaboration between Mr. Ed Sheeran and Golden Boys of the entire metal community, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah, I didn't see the video, but I did hear about it. Yes. Uh, They performed a version of... Bad Habits, Ed Sheeran's song. Uh, they spiced it up a little bit. Some electric guitar. Ali screams a bit. Wow. Very collaborative effort. Uh, super cool stuff. And I don't know. I'm just so happy that Bring the Horizons continuing to find ways to push themselves and the genre further into the yeah. kind of mainstream. It's actually wild how far we've come with this band, right? It is. Like it is, and and what I really what I really find is is cool about Bring Me is that they really haven't turned their backs on mm. where they come from, and you know when you look at their last release, um, the EP, the full length, whatever you want to call it, yep. um, there's there's some debate. It's heavy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's they're not like going straight pop anymore to try to fit in with Ed Sheeran. They're making the music they want to make. It's being embraced. They're continuing to grow. Um, it's pretty cool, Ed Sheeran. I mean, he's he doesn't have to do something like this. Yeah. So obviously, he's a fan of the band, or he's also just interested in, you know, doing something I mean, different. So he's a really fan cool. of Cradle of Filth. So oh yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Maybe that's why he likes Bring Me because they had the Danny Phil feature uh, a couple records ago. Yeah. Wow. I think they're both cool from stuff. the same area too though, aren't they? I mean, they're both from the UK obviously, right? But I want to say Ed Sheeran's from around the Sheffield area. Halifax? Yeah. I don't know where that is. I I don't know either. England Eng- English geography is like weird to me because mm-hmm. with American geography, oh, they're kind of either- close. Not super far or not super okay. close, but like enough I, mean, I would say nothing's nothing's too far in, in england but True. no i always find it's hard to remember where everything is because it's kind of like all the cities are just throwing darts at a map mm-hmm. whereas when you talk about you know american cities for example it's like okay they're either on the east coast or on the west coast and if they're not they're usually on like a big body of water or a river yep. <laughs> you know so it's easier to remember like okay new york's on the right la's on the left and then chicago's in the middle on the on the lake you know mm-hmm. so Anyway, that's just what I think about geography. Yeah, but that's really our news. I suggest, uh, if, yeah, you, if you haven't watched the video, check it out. It's super cool. They've got a really cool performance with a lot of dancers. And like, it's a lot, don't get me wrong. And it's definitely a very poppy version of Bring Me the Horizon. But it's super cool to see an artist from our scene really kind of pushing the envelope. Um, I was actually watching a video from our good friend, Nick Nocturnal, and he kind of said it the best, where like, Bring Me the Horizon is taking so much shit right now from the metal community and the pop community for kind of what they're doing. 
and they're just still kind of going out there and doing it. And I mm. love to see stuff like this. It's so cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess the new song, you know, is definitely uh, going to be a little bit polarizing, but like the, the song that came out re- most recently, but mm-hmm. I know they've got, they've got the tricks in the bag and they're coming and oh, I yeah. know that they just, they know how to put together a release and that's what really we're waiting for. And speaking of tricks in the bag, we've got some music from last week in our bag. Mm. Yeah. Um, a big top seven last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I got to every single one. Maybe I did. I listened to a lot of music this last week. So did I. Um, and there's definitely lots of notable things to talk about here. Where do you want to start? I mean, I want to start with our number one. Uh, okay. Metanoia by Persephone. This was the album from the progressive metal band. Been around for a while. Coming out of Andorra. Uh, kind of new to both of us. Um. This record's phenomenal. Like, yeah, it really is, man. Um, yes, yeah, straight out of Andorra. Don't hear that every day. It, it really is just it's it's a masterclass in production. Mm-hmm. How to keep how to keep a heavy record interesting for this length of time? Yeah, because it's a longer um, album. It is, and I just really, I really can't wait to just go back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, there's so much here to discover. It's one of those kind of records where like the second I was done with it, I was like, okay, I, I, I gotta like listen to this again. Like what, what happened? Yeah, you know, it's exactly. really, really interesting. There's just so many layers to it. Lots to digest. And I kind of went from it. I've listened to this record, uh, four times now, I want to say three or four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I listened to it twice and then I kind of wanted to go back and compare it to another progressive metal record from earlier this year. So I listened to Dolly Thunder and Concept. And then I went back to it and I, I don't think I like this as much as that record. Uh, just, I don't think it's as innovative really. It's not reinventing it the not. wheel. No, that's, it's not, it, it isn't, but it's, the songs could be better. You know, that's the mm-hmm. thing. It's really great songwriting. Yeah. And it's just, it's so good at what it does, right? Like I almost kind of want to compare it to the spirit box record from last year where like, there's nothing crazy or new for metalcore coming out of that record but it just does what we want a progressive metal record to do so damn well mm-hmm. that you can't knock it for anything. And it's still a absolute joy to listen to. Absolutely. Well, that's our number one Persephone. Um, what else, Mike? Uh, we got that Venom prison record. I know you oh, that's the one I skipped. That. Oh, you skipped I, that? I, I skipped that one. Well, there's so many, so many records. That's the Dude. only one I, I was trying to, you know, it's funny. I was trying to remember the top seven. Mm-hmm. And I like, and I was like, okay, I know corners number six as is, you know, or number seven as is number six. Like, okay, I got to listen to all those. And then I think I was like, I skipped the number. It was number two was Venom Prison, right? Yeah. So I think I kind of skipped it in my mind and jumped straight to Persephone. And I was like, I knew I forgot something. Yeah. This record, uh, I'll kind of talk about it a little bit. You can re-add it to your list, but it just rips all the way through. It's kind of an onslaught on the ears and exactly what you want from Venom Prison. Uh, they All deliver right. on every single record. I think it is a really fun release and I'm glad it was our number two. I think it stood up to that. Super, super talented band. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So you want to talk about something you did listen to then? Let's talk about, well, I think I listened to all the rest of them. The, the one record that I get, I want to put a little bit of, shed a little bit of uh, light on, mm-hmm. pun intended. The new... Uh, album from Lights in Motion. This instrumental, yeah, dude. Um, ambient thing. I, I was I was doing a little bit of traveling. You mm-hmm. know, it could be a little bit stressful. You know, just how you know how you know traveling, especially in the year twenty twenty two. 
And I just like got on the plane and I put this record on, you know, put my nose, nose canceling headphones on and I just left the yeah. earth. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yep. I just totally, it totally took me out of any stress I had in my day or any concern. I just closed my eyes and I listened to this, you know, 45 minute, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, journey. Adventure. And it just feels so good. And I've been, mm -hmm. I've been kind of looking for a record like this for a while, you know? I know completely different genres, right? But it really reminds me of that Porter Robinson release that we had last year too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And almost the Lee McKinney record too, where it's kind of instrumental. It's just fun. It's very emotive without having vocals or anything like that, right? It's just kind of, it's captured a feeling in such a cool and unique way that I really love. Yeah. I mean, it's just so relaxing. And you know, for people that are wondering, you know, it's, yeah, it's or missed last week. It's an instrumental record and it's, it's very ambient. It's, it's almost like a cinematic soundtrack, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, it's not designed to be background music at the same time. Exactly. It, it just, it just works. And I love that. I love this record. Uh, so, so very much. Um, the other one, well, let's talk about the As It Is record. This is a <laughs> record that I, on, in a lot of ways surprised me. I, I think it's a better record than the singles. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, when I was listening to it, I kind of really was thinking and kept going back to the latest A Day to Remember record almost. Okay. And I'm like, this feels kind of like an A Day to Remember record that's like a newer more poppy a day to remember like if i had mm -hmm. gotten this instead of your welcome i would have been pretty happy with it right yeah i, I know what you mean about the similarities is just it's maybe it's just the way that the production is very modern mm -hmm. very layered you know there's a lot of programming and stuff like that yeah and there's a certain feel to it mm -hmm. what but i just find like comparing the album tracks that, you know, we just all heard, heard them all. And there's a lot of them. It's a 14, 14 track record. Yeah. Comparing the album tracks to the singles that they released slowly over a pretty long period of time. I just felt like every single album track grabbed me mm -hmm. more. I agree. I don't know if, if it's the, that the fact that the singles were a little bit like more, um, gimmicky, I hate to use that word, but, yeah. or, or just had a little bit of that, like, Hey, look at me quality, which mm -hmm. a lot of times like that's by design, right? They You're were in kind a band. Of, they were kind of TikTok-y, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. You want, but you want people to be, to be talking about them. So I understand why you do that. But some of these songs were just like, they're, they're first of all, they're like pretty short, mm -hmm. you know, they got a good energy to them. I like the lyrics a lot. I find it's like really hard on your sleeve, emotional stuff. And yeah. I was thinking this record was going to, honestly, I hate to say it because I'm friends with these guys. I was thinking this record was, was going to be disappoint between somewhere between disappointing and sucking. Mm -hmm. And I need to listen to it again. Cause, cause I listened to it once through and I was like, man, this, this is like maybe on par with their last one, which I really liked. So, mm -hmm. um, it's definitely surprised me. Yeah, I agree. It, it really came out of nowhere for me and I'm excited to listen to it again. Oh, I'm I'm not going to say excited to listen to it again. I'm looking forward to listening to it again, at least, because uh, I only listened to it once as well. I'm in the same boat as you. And I kind of had the same thoughts coming away from it. I needed a little bit of time to digest, but overall was generally pleased with the record. Yeah, 100%. Um, last one I wanted to talk about, because I mean, that corn record sounded like corn, right? Um, <laughs> it sure did. But you know, I'll, I'll say really quickly, um, 
maybe a little better than I expected the yeah. corn record. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, and I thought it would be okay. So I think it's pretty decent. They, um, yeah, I think if you like corn, don't miss this one. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it was pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about this. Um, well, first off, there's two things I want to talk about. Cold night for alligators. I messed up. That's supposed to be a three, four release date, not a two, four release date. So expect mm-hmm. that in like a month. Um, yeah, I was I was looking for that one, and well, we get a new I single was a little this bit, week from him. So okay, I, um, yeah, I was a little bit confused. I listened to the the singles, and I was like, maybe it was just an EP or something. Uh, I wasn't sure what was going on, but nope. um, still up. very exciting, very exciting band. But speaking of EPs, this Knucklepuck EP, mm-hmm. covering Fallout Boy, yeah, with it was uh, here's your letter, bold move. And they Isn't did that it blink? absolutely perfectly. Isn't that blink? Is it blink? It is blink. Crap. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, am I wrong? Yeah, no, it's, no. it's, it's cool though. Cause it's a, it's not a big hit, you know, no. it's a, it's an album track from, I think from the self-titled record. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did a great job. It was cool. Like when it started, I didn't really, like, I didn't look at the song title and when it started, it starts all kind of like quiet and ambient. And then like, it goes into it. And I'm like, this sounds familiar. And then when the vocals come in, I'm like, oh shit. Okay. That's cool. That's yeah. like a cool idea. Overall, super solid EP though. Uh, really happy. These guys are back. Um, and not to say the last album was bad or anything like that. Uh, but it just kind of got forgotten a little bit. Uh, this EP is an absolute banger. It's fun. It's got energy. I'm here for it. Yeah, totally. I, I really, I really dug it too. And then when they did the cover just to kind of like, leave me with a smile on my face after listening to it. Mm-hmm. It just, it just worked. So it'll be cool to kind of see what they, what they're planning on, you know, doing for the next, for the next record. Um, yep. I have no, I have no doubt in my mind. It's going to be awesome. Oh, for sure. All right. This week, we got a week. This week we got five. Sweet. Five top five. Let's go. I'm here for it. Let's get it started. It's my birth week, by the way, it's my, it's my birthday week. So I get to listen to some tunes on my, on my birthday. Let's go. Oh, hell five. yeah. I forgot about that. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank Early you very birthday. much. It's tomorrow, right? Thank you very much. It's uh, on Sunday. Oh, Super Bowl enough. Sunday. Look at that. There you go. All right. Uh, coming in at number five, we've got new album from No Stranger to the Scene, Cove Reber with his new project, or newer project, right? They've got an EP out, uh, Dead American, yep. their new record, New Nostalgia. We've heard two singles from like this, or from this, uh, Choke and Full of Smoke. Uh, what did you think about these singles? I think they're great. I think this dead American project that Cove has put together and I think is really, really cool. Um, I love that Cove is back. Mm -hmm. This is a guy that should always have a microphone in front of his face. As far as I'm concerned, he's a tremendously talented singer. Yep. Obviously the way things shook out with Seosin, um, and how, you know, he, he left the band and how that all happened was too bad. Um, but, but this dead American project is really cool. Really interesting. Mm-hmm. If you like Seosin, you'll like this. There definitely is some 2010 vibes going on. Um, but I really like the singles. Like they've got good energy, uh, good emotion and yeah, Cove just shines all over this thing. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely love Cove's voice. The songwriting on this is really, really good. Um, the only thing that's kind of bugging me, I guess a little bit with these songs is I don't really like the guitar tone that much and the mix just feels a little bit off. Um, feels clunky okay. at points and I'm hoping once I kind of hear the whole record 
it fits and works a little bit better for me. But I love the songs themselves, and Cove's obviously got a great voice. He's a phenomenal lyricist, right? Uh, so I still think that this record is going to be really good, even though I've got a couple minor gripes coming in early. Yeah, I agree. I think he's a very, very good lyricist, and he's fearless, really fearless like mm-hmm. in what he says. I really, really dig that about him. He, he, he goes there uh, in the same way, you know, maybe somebody like Morrissey does, where it's like, you know... He's just gonna say what he what he feels, and mm-hmm. I, I really respect that. It's not nothing cliche about it. Uh, so so that's really really good. And yeah, I mean, we're we've been waiting, man. For we've been waiting for for this for a long time now. It's another band that you know I think feel like I talk about it every week. Another band whose whose trajectory got derailed by the pandemic. Yeah, for sure. And you know now I, I see that they're doing a bunch of pretty big tours and they're going to be doing a lot of stuff. And um, I think this is going to be a band you're hearing a lot about. Oh, definitely so. Okay, number four. Number four. Uh, all of the rest of these are European acts this week. And I'm really excited to talk about all of them. Uh, coming in with their new album, Halo, we've got Helsinki, Finland's own Amorphous. Uh, mm-hmm. For people familiar with Amorphous, or for people not familiar with Amorphous, uh, they're kind of a long-standing, traditional, uh, kind of gothic metal band almost, I would say. Very similar to like Insomnium or Dark Tranquility. Uh, they've only put out two singles from this record, but this is a band that always consistently delivers, and I'm really excited to kind of dive into this whole record. Yeah. Yeah. They've been around a long time. They're probably, mm-hmm. probably close to 30 years, honestly. Um, and yeah, they're, they're an interesting band because they have, I, like, I would call them almost like a progressive metal band, but then they have a lot mm-hmm. of elements of death metal. They'll have kind of parts where it's very guttural, you know, very yeah. low um, uh, death metal vocals. Uh, but obviously the talent is there. It's a band that's that's you know been a staple of of their scene in Finland for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they've I feel like they've just always been there. You know, yeah. exactly. And I, it's kind of exactly the way I would describe them too. There's a little there's hints of progressive, right? Like you're not going to get Dream Theater level riffs and time signatures right. from this, but the riffs are fun. They've got some cool solos, and it's very heavy, kind of in a classical sense where you're listening to like some early 2000s really really heavy stuff uh nowadays with deathcore and things along those lines it's not going to be anywhere near that but it's still overall fun release these guys know how to write an album they've got some really albeit slightly cheesy but cool lyricism and super talented vocals super talented instrumentally just always a fun time exactly exactly amorphous at number four number three Hell yeah. Number three, uh, coming out of Basel, Switzerland, we've got the new self-titled record from Zeal and Ardor. Now, this is this is something else. <laughs> um, basically, to describe this, this is R&B, uh, Southern Blues, mixed with black metal. <laughs> yeah yeah so i i had never heard of this before mm-hmm. um i was gonna say this reminds me of kings of leon meets black metal very apt yes like that that's what i took away from the whatever amount of singles have been released for this thing it, um it's something else it 
I think it works. Um, it works. It's in, it's very, very, diff very different. If you're looking for something you haven't not heard before, mm -hmm. this is something you've not heard before. Yeah. It, it kind of reminded me when I was listening to it. Um, you remember the song Take Me to Church by Hozier, I think it was yes. his name? Yeah. It's like that meets black metal. And yeah, like I really, really fuck with this in, I think, small doses. Like, I think I'm going to listen to this album once and I'm not going to come back to it for like a month or so because it's a lot to take in, but it is really, really cool how seamlessly they are able to blend this style. And it's just really, really neat because it's, it, it it's really something neat. you don't it's, hear. It's something you don't hear. It's something that you don't really think in your head is going to work and then you listen to it and it works. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I got that definitely the take me to church vibes or yeah, or the, the like the less rock Kings mm -hmm. of Leon stuff. Like the vocals just have that kind of soul, soulfulness to them. There's that Southern kind of like, you know, mm -hmm. almost like classic rock kind of vibe yeah, mixed with so. mixed with um, kind of a modern R and B. Um, you know, like almost like dental office radio music. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really, it really is interesting. Yeah, there, there are even some points with some of the samples that they use and things like that that almost remind me of like Run the Jewels as well, where there's just these oh. really cool like very minor hip hop elements that come in. Overall, I'm really impressed with this project. I think it's super, super cool. And I can't wait to hear the full project together. Uh, the single seemed kind of all over the place, but listening to it, I'm also kind of getting the vibe that this is an album band and not a singles band. Uh, so I'm excited to put it all in one place and kind of get the whole picture as it's intended, right? Absolutely. And the name of this uh, project again, just for people, because it's probably something a lot of people aren't familiar with. Yeah, Zeal and Ardor. Zeal and Ardor. Yes. Look that one up. That's definitely the most interesting uh, release that we're going to have this week and maybe for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, number two. Number two coming out of Umea, Sweden. I don't know how to pronounce that one. It's got the weird accent on the A. Sorry coming for butchering it. Coming out of Sweden. We've got the new record, The Long Road North by Cult of Luna. We love this band yep. here. Love them. We're going to continue to love this band here. They are super, super talented, progressive death metalers. Everything about this record is going to be great from the artwork down to the lyricism, to the riffs, to the drum fills. Everything's just going to be fun. This was on, they had an EP last year that was on your uh, EP of the year list. Yes. Just super solid band. Yes. Um, this was, and it's always interesting with this band. Like, is it a, is it a full length? Is it an EP? This is 100% so a full long. length. Uh, it, do you know how many songs it is? It's eight songs. Okay. Eight we, songs. Probably going to clock in it over an hour. And 16 minutes of music. So I'm yeah. calling this one an album for sure. Yep. hundred percent. No. Uh, yeah, I think this band is, is really, really good at bringing in cool imagery mm -hmm. and vibe and evoking a feeling into yes. a genre that some sometimes loses that a little bit um, while still growing. Like these songs really grow and they really 
bring a lot in. It's, it isn't just about like, okay, here's like crazy musicianship and, and, and that stuff. It's this about is that like too. vibe. It, it's about that too. It's not just about that. Yes. You know, the vibe is just so cool. I love the imagery. I think this band is, is just got the complete package and, mm -hmm. um, I, I can't wait to put this on and, and, um, I, I just really, really like them. Yeah. Uh, this is a band that I really like to kind of turn off the lights, put the book away, uh, and just listen to what they've got to say and what they bring to the table. Uh, they're very complex, very layered, and really kind of almost need your full attention to appreciate, which is something few and far between lately and always enjoyable. 100%. Okay, well, that is number two with Cult of Luna, straight out of Sweden. We're going to get to our number one release of this week after these important messages. And we're back. Hey, man. We are. Hey. Hey. Important messages are have been concluded, and now we are going to get to... Done. Done. They're done. We're going to get to our number one record. Uh, I'm excited, man. What is it? Let's go. Number one. Oh, Everybody who knows you knows what the number one record of the week is. We have the new record from Frank Turner, folk punk legend. Yeah. FTHC, Frank Turner Hardcore, I assume it stands for, but... That's right. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I have never really dove in, bought in, accepted the Frank Turner way of life. Uh, I, <laughs> I saw this release coming up and I've been checking out the singles because it's been kind of something that's out of my wheelhouse, right? Uh, I've never really listened to any of his other projects to my knowledge. Um, it's just never been something that's come across for me. These singles are really damn fun. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think this is the best, you know, pre-release bunch of singles he's had in, in quite a few records. I really like all of them. There's a lot of diversity too. There's some kind of fun, more sort of poppy, pop punky kind of stuff. There's one like full on hardcore song where mm -hmm. he's screaming, yeah. which I've never heard him do quite like this before. And overall, I just think you're going to get a lot of um, catchy tunes mm -hmm. with very thought provoking lyricism and great songwriting. That's what you're going to get with every Frank Turner record. Uh, this guy's super prolific. I mean, he's putting out records all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know how... I lost count of how many full lengths he's put out. Obviously, like... He did the I've been listening record to him no about effects 10 last years. year. That's right. The split uh, covering covering each other's songs where he did a, some incredible work covering some No Effects songs in, in a different way. Uh, check out the version of No Effects Falling in Love by Frank Turner. That is a masterpiece. Well, wow, that was 2020. Um, my apologies. Um, Oh my God. The time has flown, yeah. flown by, but Mike, we got to get you on. We got to get you on a Frank. I got to make you like a Frank Turner mixtape or something. That would be wonderful. I'd like um, maybe I'll do that. But, but if you're looking for a record to listen to, like if you're around your house and you're bored and you're like, geez, I don't have anything to listen to, which will never happen. Put on the <laughs> Frank Turner album, love iron song. That's his second um, full-length album, and I think the one that really put him on the map. Mm -hmm. I still I still jam it probably every month or two, regardless. Um, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Oh, yeah. But regardless, yes, Frank Turner is definitely our number one, and 
just just a great great songwriter and you're going to get something out of this. You're going to listen to this. You're going to get something out of it. And I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, what you put together. Cause the singles, like you said, very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I'm going to go into this bad catalog. Uh, once I listen to this record, right. This is going to be my first Frank Turner experience. And I'm extremely excited for it. This is something not unlike other music that I do listen to, but it's just kind of a different, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like you have toast, right? And you always love grape jelly. This is like putting strawberry jelly on and it's a little bit different, <laughs> but it's still fun and dancey. I'm just very excited to get into this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think he does a lot of things mm-hmm. and he does a lot of things really well. Um, some of his, some of his ballads are just absolutely beautiful. Um, and you know, I'd be fine with that, but then he manages to also do those like, yeah, funner kind of dancing songs where he adds like folk <laughs> elements, like everything from, you know, like he'll put a little bit of like fiddle in a song, you know, um, you know, things like that. And then at the same time, sometimes you'll just, he'll just totally, you know, go pretty, pretty much full on punk rock. Um, and you'll hear something faster or, or heavy or dark from him. And whatever he does, he, pulls it off great and I, I think he's one of the best artists uh out there oh yeah yeah i don't have much else to say that's our list uh and there's a lot there a lot there F- five records yeah, five records you should listen to them all you should tell us what you think of them and we'll be discussing them next week of course uh when we do this show again but but until then we got honorable mentions we sure do how many uh, i've got 18 Okay, let's go. Let's fly through them. Some albums, some EPs, some singles. We're going to get into the albums first. Uh, In a similar vein to Frank Turner, something that I am less familiar with, though, we're getting a new album from Dan Andriano and the Bygones. Yeah. The Um, Alkaline Trio bass player uh, doing some solo stuff. His solo stuff has always been really, really good. So this is is great. Oh, yeah. We're getting a new Alt-J album. Okay. We're getting a new record from Slash featuring Miles Kennedy. That's that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess like man, Miles Kennedy. That doesn't that dude work hard? Mm-hmm. He's he doing records with Slash. He's doing records with Alter Bridge. He's doing his own records. I mm-hmm. feel like every year he's putting out a full length. It's pretty crazy. Definitely is. We've got a new record from Canadian heavy metal legends Voivod. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a really funny story about Voivod. I do too. <laughs> um, okay, I'll go first. Then I, I can't wait to hear yours. We, um, I put out a record for my friend uh, Paul Mark's old band mm-hmm. called I, "I Am Committing a Sin." It was a, it was like a five song EP. This is this is before he was in Silverstein, you know. Yeah. And we manufactured the records, and everything was great, and we shipped them out to the stores. And I say records, I mean CDs at this time. And then I got an email being like, yeah, I think there's some kind of problem. And the CD man- was, was manufactured um, fine. The print- printing was good. The disc's face said, I'm committing a sin. But the music was Voivod. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> They'd accidentally put Voiva- Voivod on the CD, like a some kind of greatest hits <laughs> compilation like 75 minutes of Voivod people were like what the hell is this it's great though 
<laughs> Paul Mark does not think too highly of Voivod because of this. It was a nightmare. We had to have all the records returned. I'm sure so many people that got them were confused and just oh, yeah. were like, I don't know. But that's, yes. So that's, that's my Voivod story. Mine is uh, my first concert by myself. I had snuck out of the house to go see specifically Creator and Evile playing at Blondie's in Detroit. This is like a hundred cap bar in the middle of not a great area of Detroit. Blondie's isn't even open anymore. Okay. Um, but like if you make a wrong turn, you end up on the Ambassador Bridge, if that gives you an <laughs> okay. idea I, of the area. I know I know that area well, yes. Yeah. Um, and basically, I saw all of Voivod's set. I saw the earlier band's middle of creator set. Uh, I had to leave because mom had figured out that I was not home or where I had said I was. <laughs> um, but yeah, great night. Voivod killed it. Sweet. I've never seen them play. It's a fun time. Um, I bet. Okay. Next up, uh, we've got an album from Set It Off. If you're into that, I am not anymore. And I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, this... This band, uh, they've had s such an interesting career. They really you know? have. Kind of starting out as almost like a horror punk kind of band, mm -hmm. transitioning into really, uh, you know, different pop stuff, but then still bringing in really interesting elements of like with horns and saxophones. I really and, like, like that era too. But Really, just a really interesting band. And, and I, I will definitely take a quick listen to this at least because I... I do think the talent's there. I just, oh. I don't know. They're, they're a very confusing band to be a fan of. That's They, they definitely sure. are. Uh, I said with the last record, I'm never going to listen to a new Set It Off record again. Uh, I'm going to try this one as I always do anyways. Uh, see wh how far we get, but I don't have very high expectations. Uh, it's just not a band that resonates with me anymore. Uh, and you have that right, Mike. Thank you. Uh, next up, to get into two EPs that we have coming out, we're getting an EP from Kane Hill. Uh, two of the songs have already been out, so it's just one new song, and they're just branding this as an EP. Yep. Uh, so make sure you check that out. Kane Hill is great. Uh, and we're getting the Caligula, Kaliuga, I forget how this album's name is pronounced, uh, Booster Pack, quote-unquote, from In Heart's Wake. Uh, so they're acknowledging it's an EP deluxe edition type thing for the record. It's got four new songs, one of which we've already had as a single, and a uh, what call it, a couple of live songs as well. So that should be a lot of fun. Okay. Next up, getting into the singles, we are getting a grouping of two new singles of a new band called No Souls Saved. This is a new super group featuring members of Vane, Mind Force, All Out War, and Sanction. Uh, so that's going to be super, super solid for the underground, uh, hardcore beatdown kind of fans that are really into this uh, music, like all those bands I just said, honestly. I haven't gotten a chance to hear this yet, but uh, I'm really <laughs> yeah. excited for this because I'm a huge Vane and Sanctioned fan. All right. Uh, next up, we're getting a new single from Wind Waker, as well as their album announcement. Uh, newly signed to Fearless Records. This has been a super cool band for quite a while. Uh, so I'm really excited to hear this. We are getting a new Dark Funeral single, the second off of their upcoming record. Uh, probably one of the most iconic black metal bands aside from Mayhem. Uh, just a band that's always delivered and been super solid. Absolute, absolute legends. Yeah. 
Uh, we are getting a new single from Crossfaith, Japan's mm. finest. I love Crossfaith so very much. Those dudes know how oh. to party. Oh, they sure fucking know how to party like no one else ever that's been in a band. They are <laughs> something else. However, we should talk about their music being really good too, because oh, yeah. it is. And uh, yeah, love Crossfaith. We've talked about so many bands who just love to party, and I can't imagine if like, just to get them all on a tour, right? Just like Crossfaith, <laughs> Chunk No Captain Chunk. Who that else? would make sense. Um, I don't even remember who else parties anymore. I don't right? know, Attila? Attila, yeah, sure, screw it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Um... That's great. No, I'm sure they all know each other. Oh, I'm sure they do. Uh, that would be a, that would be a good time. <laughs> Just call it the party tour. That's what it is. That there you go, the party tour. I'm in, I'm in. Book it. Uh, speaking of some other great heavy music, though, uh, we're getting the second single from Spite off of their yet to be announced album. I'm really excited for this. I think Spite is a super solid band. Darius is probably one of the coolest deathcore vocalists in the scene. Uh, just super iconic voice whenever they come on you can tell that it's him and we are getting another single from crown magnetar uh they have recently announced an ep and they're signing to i want to say unique leader records which is really really cool for them uh we talked about their record last year and it really impressed me um so super excited that they've got an ep coming out yeah they're turning around and have another ep coming out already this year yeah Next up, some lighter stuff for everybody. Uh, we're getting a new single from Breathe Atlantis, which is super cool female-fronted metal. I, I think they're female-fronted. I can't remember now. Uh, metalcore band, though. I'm going to check. Okay. Check, check. Sure. Oh, they're not. But uh, still, regardless, they're a super cool band. They're kind of taking off in the UK scene right now. Um, they had a record come out in 2016 that I just absolutely loved. They've been kind of hit or miss as far as uh, being out there lately. Um, just super solid band. Uh, next up, we're getting a new single from Drug Church. I believe their full-length record is coming out in the next coming weeks. Uh, it's called Hygiene, so make sure you get ready for that. Super yeah, cool band. band. It's cool band. It's kind of been under the radar, mm -hmm. and I think maybe isn't going to be anymore. I think this is going to be their breakthrough re release. So I think. This is either going to be their breakthrough with release because they have great imagery with it or it's just never going to happen and they're always meant to be one of those kind of culty bands that just has a really strong but small following. I'm cool with it either way, really. They're a great band and doing really cool stuff. I'm I'm cool with it either way too, I, but I just I I see it. I see mm -hmm. it happening. The so on the I'm wall. call I'm calling it. I'm going to call it right now. Next up, we got two Australian bands, uh, first of which is Trophy Eyes is putting out a new single, I assume the second from their yet-to-be-announced album. We will love it. see how that goes. Love that band. I love that band. I know you do. And we've got a new single from Slowly Slowly, which is a band that I love, another pop-punk band coming out of Australia. Cool. And you know we always save the most exciting one for last. We always do. We always do. We've got a new single coming this week from Chicago's Finest, Real Friends. Super excited to hear this uh, after their EP last year, Torn in Two. And hopefully this is leading up for an album. I've seen the album art for this. 
single. It's got a really cool vibe to it. It's kind of just a, you remember when you were a kid and they would give you like that black sheet of like foil paper and you would like etch away at it and there would be colors underneath. Yeah. It looks like that, but a car, like the design is a car and it looks super cool. I don't know. I love the album artwork for the single and can't wait to see what's coming from these guys this year. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, uh, obviously I've loved every, um, uh, version of real friends. The Dan Lampton years were awesome. Um, you know, they've moved on from that. He's moved on and their new singer did not disappoint with that EP. Yeah. Um, I think, was it, was it in both of our EP of the year lists? I mean, it it was up there. That's for sure. And for us to get another single already, uh, very exciting. I kind of wonder if this was, you know, a holdover from the EP or mm-hmm. if it's something that they wrote between. Um, doesn't really matter. New music from Real Friends. The new Real Friends is, is very exciting. And this, um, yeah, uh, full length is going to be super, super big when this comes out. Yep. Super excited. Just amazing band all, around, all the way around. Always have been, always will be. That's right, man. Cool. Oh yeah. Well, that's it. That's 18 honorable mentions. That's five new releases that you need to check out. And, uh, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it again. Lots of good stuff coming into the weekend. Oh yeah. And you have a good birthday weekend. We had a quick, we had a quick, uh, show this week or only in like 45 minutes. Yeah. That's pretty pretty normal. It's pretty quick. No, I'm having a, I'm having a great, uh, I'm having a great lead up to my birthday. Um, Of course, I, no, well, you know, the Super Bowl yeah. is put a bit of a damper on it. See, I my birthday is has never been on the Super Bowl before. The reason that mm-hmm. it is this year is because they've added an extra NFL game in the season. Yep. So it, it's pushed the whole season back a week. So now it looks like I'm probably going to have the Super Bowl in or around my birthday uh, for the rest of my life, which is not my favorite. I don't really want to compete okay. with that. For everybody but, complaining you know. that the Super Bowl is incriminating on their birthday, there is a person ecstatic that the Super Bowl is no longer incriminating on their birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And probably the same amount of people. You got to figure, right? I mean, logically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, except the, the people like me, we don't know what's hit us yet. Yeah. You know, so I will say though, I was hoping I was going to have a green birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, Not going to happen. It was like looking like, oh, maybe it's going to be, you know, the snow's going to melt. It's going to be kind of warmer. It it doesn't happen. Like I shouldn't get my hopes up in my whole life. I have never had a birthday where it wasn't, there wasn't snow on the ground ever. It just does not happen. Yeah. I mean, we're supposed to get some more wintry mix tomorrow. So that's pretty much locked your fate in. Yeah. Great. Great. Well, I'll stay in. I'll watch the Super Bowl. Uh, I'll order, I don't know, sushi. Sure. And that'll be my day. Sounds good to me. Mike, thanks again for putting together an incredible list. Everybody make sure you follow Mike on Instagram at slappy slam for the full list. Follow us on Twitch. I think next week sounds like a good week for, to do a Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Shane told we'll be on there. Come interact with us. It's a good time. Ooh, if we do Twitch next week, it's going to be a full moon. Ooh, spooky. spooky. All right. 
We'll see you there. Twitch.tv slash Shane Told. Mike, you you take a, take a load off, okay? Take a break. I'm working playing too hard. it too. All right, man. Enjoy it. See ya.